Welcome to the Heart of Sheridan Road, Sacred Heart on Sheridan Road's podcast series. This is episode four with your host, Nat Wilburn, Head of Schools. This is Nat Wilburn, your host for this podcast of the Heart of Sheridan Road, the Sacred Heart Schools Sheridan Road podcast. Today, we are honored to have Claire Lorenzen with us. Claire is the Director of Mission Communications for the Conference of Sacred Heart Education. Today, we'll be discussing the International Network of Sacred Heart Schools, the Conference of Sacred Heart Education, and the benefits that members, schools, and our students receive from being part of this global network. So, as the network evolved from our humble beginnings back in 1975 and the creation of the goals and criteria, in recent years, there's been a new evolution, and that's in the development of the Conference of Sacred Heart Education, whose work complements that of the network of Sacred Heart Schools. I wonder if you could describe this new structure a bit for us and pay particular attention to both the work of the conference and the work of the network of Sacred Heart. Yes, so the Conference of Sacred Heart Education, as you mentioned, is the newest evolution in the structure that supports the 24 schools across the United States and Canada that make up the network of Sacred Heart Schools. Um, And the conference's primary purpose is to animate fidelity to mission. So sort of put more casually, we're really a think tank on mission for all of the schools, focused on the future of Sacred Heart education and how that lives out the mission of the Society of the Sacred Heart. And so we've broken that down into sort of three dimensions. Um, education to mission, governance to mission, and accountability to mission. And so under governance to mission, we work with trustees and boards um, to support them in their governance of the Sacred Heart schools as independent schools, as Catholic schools, and how do they do that uh, while being integral to the mission of Sacred Heart education. And education to mission, we're creating new programs, processes, resources, Um, to support faculty and staff, leadership, heads of schools, um, to understand the mission that undergrounds all of our schools in contemporary and relevant ways that speak to the the challenges of today. Um, And then accountability to mission is really where our Sacred Heart Commission goals and criteria and the accountability process where the schools go through a cycle of a five-year process of holding themselves accountable to the goals and criteria. So we're parallel structures, the Conference of Sacred Heart Education and the Network of Sacred Heart Schools, and we're both responsible for the membership, uh, which is comprised of the heads of school, the 24 schools, sort of represented by their heads of school, board chairs, and the provincial team. And the Network of Sacred Heart Schools has a director of, of program planning that facilitates programming for the schools to collaborate with one another, professional development opportunities for faculty and staff, and um, share resources and expertise um, across the 24 learning communities. And they have a network board that the the director of program planning is accountable to. So I, I know, Claire, that Sacred Heart Schools here on Sheridan Road is unique in that we are a Catholic independent school. So we function both among the Independent Schools Association of the Central States, and then we are, of course, in relationship to the Archdiocese simply through our mission. The Religious of the Sacred Heart are our sponsors. So as you describe education to mission, accountability to mission, and governance to mission, it really sounds like the conference helps 
the religious of the Sacred Heart stay in a closer relationship with the local schools. Exactly. We are supporting religious of the Sacred Heart in sponsoring the schools of Catholic schools yeah. to support you all in, in sort of in, in, in your Catholic identity and sort of taking some of that responsibility, I wouldn't say away from the RSCJs, that's not the right way to put it, but strengthening the, the relationship there. Yeah. So as an independent Catholic school, our Catholic identity looks and feels different than if we were a parochial school. Mm -hmm. And we rely on the mission of the Religious of the Sacred Heart to animate, to mm -hmm. use your wonderful word there, uh, what is unique about our Catholic mm -hmm. identity within the school. I know as a head of school working in a school where there aren't any religious of the Sacred mm -hmm. Heart currently working, the uh, Conference of Sacred Heart Education, your work along with that of Sister Suzanne Cook has actually built bridges that are more uh, accessible to me as a, mm -hmm. in, in the position of school leadership to what's going on with the religious of the Sacred Heart. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, I really like building bridges because our role in the conference, and as, as you stated, it's headed by Sister Suzanne Cook, is to really build bridges both ways. So for the society to better understand how the schools are living out their mission, and for the schools to strengthen the ways in which, and, and to understand the ways in which there already are living out the mission of the Society of the Sacred Heart. So it goes both ways. So the mission of St. Madeline Sophie to make the love of God visible in the world, that's still a primary focus of, of Sacred Heart Education. That mission is uh, you know, two centuries old now. There are things about that mission that we want to see never change, and there are things that are constantly changing. I wondered if you could speak a little bit to how the mission is maintaining its relevance in today's world. Well, I think one of the most obvious answers that I get when I ask this of educators <laughs> is the mission is articulated in the goals and criteria. So that's sort of a practical way in which the um, Society of the Sacred Heart, and if you were to read their constitutions, the goals and criteria can very much be aligned with what is in there. So it's a rearticulation of their mission, um, put into the framework for schools, educators, students. How are we living this out in, in our learning communities? But there's so many other ways that the mission has lived out. It's lived out in how each faculty and staff member makes a child know that they matter. It's lived out in the love that you see walking down the hallways. I've seen it today and here at Sacred Heart Sheridan Road all day. You see it in how the heads of school leadership are spiritual leaders and not, not solely sort of educational leaders. And so there are all these little ways beyond the goals and criteria, because I think we so often just say, well, the mission is the goals and criteria that we express the love of God in the world. And a lot of what we're working on on the conference is equipping educators to make those connections and really sort of um, understand these qualities Sacred Heart come from a very deep place. Um, and yes, they come from this vision of St. Madeline Sophie, but her vision was grounded in, in a vision of Christ and of God and how God's love could be spread um, throughout the world. And we know this year we are celebrating the bicentennial of St. Philippine Duchenne, St. Madeline Sophie's good friend who would bring Sacred Heart education to North America. And I know there's some really relevant themes about this bicentennial year. Could you tell us a little bit more about those? 
Yeah, well, the theme is crossing frontiers. And before I get into why I think that is such a relevant and needed and uh, just challenging theme, is that I think what's so great about focusing on Philippine this year in the context of also St. Madeline is that they're very different leaders and have very different perspectives and, and charisms in a lot of ways. And so when you put both in conversation with one another, you have very complex identities and charisms to want to live out in today's world. And so we're focusing in the bicentennial on this idea of crossing frontiers, um, that St. Madeline, St. St. Philippine and St. Madeline both crossed frontiers and, you know, Philippine and in coming to North America and beginning what was became a huge educational enterprise across all of North America and what it took for her to have that courage, the mentality to, to go into the unknown. And it challenges all of us to ask sort of what frontiers are we crossing today? What frontiers do we want to cross? So that's completely relevant in <laughs> yeah. a question that, that we're all focused on this year. Yes, we at uh, Sheridan Road, we're working hard to keep that question in front of us as we work to expand the frontiers that we're, we've made here for over 140 years in Chicago. But we know that Sacred Heart education is meant to continue to evolve with uh, the needs of, of the students and the families that we serve. We tend to think of Sacred Heart education as an academic program that happens on a campus, but... I know there's a lot more to Sacred Heart education than what's happening on a campus during the school year. Could you say a bit about that? Well, that's, that's the great, amazing thing about being part of this network across 24 schools in the United States and Canada and then across the globe to 30 or 30 plus countries and more than 150 schools. And even just in this last year, across the network. We've had summer service projects hosted by the different network schools in their communities. We also, uh, this summer at the Spirituality Forum in St. Louis, we had student leaders from almost all of the network schools come and they did uh, dialogue training together, interfaith, intercultural um, dialogue training. Um, and then we also have a program for um, student roots. So they go to St. Louis, which was where Philippine, St. Philippine came when she came to North America, and they learn about the history of Sacred Heart and more about sort of the mission and vision that undergrounds the education that they are part of. So those are just some of the opportunities for students beyond the classroom. Claire, um, we benefit in the Chicagoland area from the presence of three Sacred Heart schools, which is pretty unique. Uh, in the United States and Canada. There is our school, the Josephinum Academy in Wicker Park, uh, Woodlands Academy of the Sacred Heart uh, up in Lake Forest, and of course, Sacred Heart Schools here on Sheridan Road. Personally, I benefit from a professional and personal relationships with each of those heads of school. And I know one of the things we're looking forward to is a conversation the three heads will be having with you in a couple of days about how to continue that dialogue training. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully that some of the young women there in those high schools will work with our mm -hmm. middle school students. Mm -hmm. Have you thought about how you may help us along that road? <laughs> yes, I, I mean, I have, because this, is, this won't be our first conversation. I think there's a lot of opportunities. The training that we did with the students in St. Louis was really an exploration of our own identities, our values, but then skills training around how do you talk about that with someone who is different than you. 
that's sort of an endless skill that all of us can work on. And I should say, I, my, in my previous role, I was working for the Tony Blair Faith Foundation and their schools program, now called Generation Global, that connects classrooms um, in interfaith and intercultural dialogue. Um, and so I think there's a lot of opportunity for the Chicago Sacred Heart Schools and the wider network, and I would say even hopefully internationally, for us to have dialogue, video conferences, online dialogue around our communities, our identities, our similarities, but also really explore our differences. So I'm very excited about it. I'm excited too. <laughs> I think it uh, doesn't take us to look far out our window to know how our world could benefit for those kinds of yes. opportunities exactly. to dialogue. Claire, do you have a sense of how many, uh, we talk about the network of Sacred Heart Schools here in the United States and Canada, about how many students are involved in that education? And then if you were to kind of guesstimate, what would you say would be alumni uh, that are present uh, and, and somehow attached to the work of Sacred Heart Education around the world? Well, it's hard to quite know these numbers. <laughs> um, the working number is around 50,000 alumni um, of the Sacred Heart Schools in the United States and Canada. There's the Alumni Association that supports them as well as the, the school's individual alumni associations. And then there's um, an association of global alum across the world. So that works in 30 plus countries and sort of connects the, the students from the alumni uh, alumni from the 150 Sacred Heart schools across the world. And currently we have around 15,000 students um, in the Sacred Heart schools within the United States and Canada. So that means that your son, your daughter is connected to, to those students, shares in their experience. That is a remarkable gift about being a Sacred Heart educator and being among a Sacred Heart community. I know among my professional connections, we often talk about building you know, global educational networks. Well, at Sacred Heart, we don't have to build it. We, yeah. we inherited that thanks to the work of Sophie and, and Philippine. And like you say, uh, by virtue of entering kindergarten here, you associate yourself with, what, 15,000 students just in the United States mm -hmm. and Canada and then scores more uh, mm -hmm. around the world. Well, Claire, you've spent some time now here on Sheridan Road and you, I know in your travels, you've had the opportunity to visit other Sacred Heart schools. What's your sense of what's happening at Sheridan Road? <laughs> what's, what's the vibe here? <laughs> well, the first thing that comes to mind is I was speaking earlier about the love of God being known in the world, that being the mission of society. And it's just so obvious when you walk in, <laughs> there's like a warmth and a kindness. And I've heard everyone that I've met with today talk about those qualities being unique to this community. And what I've been trying to get at is, well, how do you make that happen? Like, what are the qualities behind that? And I've gotten all sorts of different answers, but sort of the overarching answer is that it it just happens when you bring the right people together, the right students, the right parents that want this education. So I think you're doing a really good job. <laughs> I think the, the atmosphere of Sacred Heart Education is, is part of what makes us very unique, that it's not simply an academic atmosphere. It is mm -hmm. certainly that of a rigorous academic program, but we talk here not only about education, but formation of, mm -hmm. and really formation of the heart. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I think has to be experienced uh, among a living community. Mm -hmm. I think the, the, the Sacred Heart community here on Sheridan Road is really known in Chicago uh, for being a place 
of, of great and strong community. Mm -hmm. So we celebrate that. It's actually kind of fun to be part of that community, but you know, most importantly, uh, it's the right way to educate children for today's mm -hmm. world. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to add? I'll just say thank you so much for having me. It's been such a wonderful day here. Um, I'm so glad to be a part of your Sacred Heart community. <laughs> so thank you. Clara Lorenzen, thank you for being with us here on the Heart of Sheridan Road today. Thank you for visiting our campus, and we look forward to our continued partnership in Sacred Heart education worldwide. So this has been Nat Wilburn. You've been listening to the Heart of Sheridan Road podcast. Thank you for joining us.